Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're doing Masech, Tos Peya, Perek Zayin, Mishnah Ches, finishing the seventh perk and moving on to the eighth perk, Mishnah Aleph. Hamaktish Karmo Ashlo No Do'u Olos. So as we noted, we spoke about the concept of Olos, the grapes that don't grow in the way of a cluster, those belong to the Aniyim. What happens if a person looks out over his entire vineyard? And he says, I'm being maktish this vineyard. I'm consecrating this vineyard. All of it belongs now to Bedekabayas. It belongs to the temple. As we've, this concept has come up previously, it's no longer in his possession. It's no longer in his control. The problem is as follows. Every vineyard invariably, inevitably, is going to have ololos. That's just how plants grow. And if he's maktish these grapes, once the grapes mature... We're going to know which one are Olos, which one are not Olos. But at this point in the process, at this point in the growth, he does not know which are the Olos. And he's mocked this shit. Ain ha-Olos la-Aniyim. The Olos do not belong to the Aniyim, says the Mishnah, because this is before before he knows, and therefore it all belongs to Bedeka, it all belongs to Hektish. What happens, Mishnah no de Olos? He looks out in his field, and it's at the point of maturation of the grapes, that he knows exactly which ones are Olos, which ones are not Olos, and he's mocked the ship. Ha-Olos, Lanium. So the Olos belong to the Anium, because once they grow and they look like Olos, they belong to the Anium. Now, if you're thinking, one minute yesterday, we noted that until it comes to Shas of harvesting, until it comes to the time we harvest it, they don't belong to the Anium. So, to be more precise, the Anium are not al- allowed to take it, until the moment of harvesting, because they cannot go on the on the on the field that will be stealing, that will be trespassing. But once they grow as olos, those already theoretically belong to the aniyim. They just don't have access to them. So right now, although the aniyim cannot access these olos because it's not a time for harvest yet, they belong. The money of them, the, the monetarily, they belong to the aniyim, and therefore, if he's mocked this shit, the aniyim can come after and take the olos because they belong to them, and the the hektish is not chal. The consecration is not chal on this because of a very important chal that a person is not able to mock this davar in the shalom. A very important chal, a very important rule, a person cannot make consecrate something that does not belong to him. And therefore he never consecrated these ololos and the neem can come and take them. However, Rav Yossi says, Although he can go in there once it comes time for harvest, when hektish, when the gizbar, when the temple, temple association, the temple institute has come onto the field, the Temple Corporation is probably a more appropriate word, as our Russia Weiss explained to us a couple days ago. The Temple Corporation, although when they go to harvest, the Ani can come and remove the Olos and take them home with him, says of Yossi, he has to give schar gedulav lehektish. He has to pay for the nourishment that the, these grapes had beyond when it was owned by the original owner, but pay the hektish for the nourishment that these grapes took from the ground and from the vine. Because the ground and the vines belong to hektish, only these grapes don't belong to hektish. And these grapes grew, and grew bigger, and grew juicier, and grew more succulent, and grew more delicious. And because of the ground, which is hektish, and therefore he has to pay for it, whereas seemingly the Tanakama, the first opinion, thinks, no, when a person's maktish, they feel to hektish, and the olos aren't, don't become Kodesh, aren't consecrated, included in that is whatever nourishment it's going to get from the ground. What is Shechacha when it comes to grapes? But Aris. So there's two ways grapes grow. They grow on an Aris, which is like some sort of lattice, where they grow upwards, uh, weaving in, in and out of this lattice, which is kind of probably the common picture you think of when you think of grape, grape or a vineyard. 
So on Aris Kol Sheinu Yochel Liposhes Yodav Litla, a person is harvesting. He goes from lattice to lattice. If he moves beyond the lattice, he goes. Oh wait, I see another one. He turns around, and from his position, he cannot reach out and grab it, or he'd have to go back. That would be shichacha. As we noted, shichacha. The definition of shichacha is going back. So if he has, he turns around. He has to take steps backwards. That's shichacha. But if he can turn around and easily grab it off, that's not considered shichacha. Uberagilis. What about on grapevines? Another way to grow grapevines is basically long stems and long vines on the ground. Misha Overheimenu, once he walks on beyond that beyond that area. This concludes Mish Perik Zayin. Perik Ches. Perik Ches begins. Me'amus I call Adam Tarma Leket. As we've noted, Leket is the gleanings that are left behind. And we've noted many times, it's not just Leket, but also by Peya. The halacha is, it's not that these matnos aniyim, these gifts for the poor, belong to the poor people. And therefore, if the poor people never come, so you have to let, let them rot. In fact, we learned, the Rabbim told us based on a drasha, it's for the poor people, not for the ravens, not for the, the animals of the field. Meaning, in the event there are no poor people, or the poor people come, and they go, and they no longer want it, so now the balabayas, or for that matter, anyone can come and claim it. Amos, I call them with Tarmalek. Therefore, what is the moment? When do we know that the poor, that the poor people are no longer going to come, and therefore a balabayas? Or I call other, anyone can come in and take the leket and collect the leket. Once the Nemoshos, whoever those people are, go over the field and collect whatever leket they want, no one's coming after that. The poor people are done, they're not going to go over the field. So what are the Nemoshos? Two understandings. One is, they're the older people, they wake up a little later, they walk a little slower, they use their canes to poke around. Once they go on, no one else is coming. Another interpretation is no, sometimes you have the people come afterwards. They come afterwards, after everyone else went, you always have the, that, 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 the group of stragglers. Once they go, it's done, no one else is coming, because any Ani is going to assume, it's going to be Yayish, it's going to assume, if it's there, I, I didn't see it, I'm not going to see it, and therefore I don't want it. And it seems to be there's this collective Yish. We assume on behalf of all the Aniyam, the Yayish, they give up hope. They say, if it's there, and I didn't see it, and the other group didn't see it, and the old people didn't see it, then uh, I'm never going to find it. And therefore, at that moment... It's open to free game, open season. Any person, any balabayas can come and collect the leket. The prat of olos. What about when it comes to a vineyard? The prat and the olos. Once the aniyim enter the vineyard and they leave the vineyard, that first group, so then anyone else can come in and get it. And the question is why? Why is there a difference between grapes and grain? And the answer is because grapes are so expensive and everyone wants grapes, there's not going to be two waves. Everyone's going to go at the same time to try to grab as much as they can, and therefore, once that first initial wave goes, there's not going to be another wave, and so the anim, so it's open free game for anyone to come in there. Ubezaisim, what about olives? What point do we say the anim are no longer coming for the olives? The winter months are broken into three sections, three parts, and each section is when it rains, one section, two seconds, three section, right, the winter's when it rains in Israel, once the second section passes, we assume no one else is going to come. Which corresponds to uh, about, it's in Cheshvon, it corresponds to around the, around the 23rd of Mar Cheshvon. Comes along Rabbi Yehudi, he's like, one minute. One minute, don't tell me. The point of the Revi Yishniya, once this, the 23rd of Mar Cheshvon passes, it's free game. Anyone can come in. It no longer is just open for the Aniyim. There are some orchards that the fruits only reach their ripening point, the point where they can be harvested, at this point of Chav Gimel Cheshvon. 
So he gives a different definition, a different Hagdari, and he says as follows. The point in which everyone else is allowed to enter the, 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 the orchard and pick the olives is if it's at the point that if an Ani came and he left and he wouldn't be able to click, collect four Isaros, he wouldn't be able to collect this amount of four Isaros, four Isaros worth of, of, of olives, so then we assume no one is going to really want to get up and walk out to the field. It's just not worth it. It's not worth the time. It's not worth the effort. So the Anim basically say, we're done. We're done with that field. And that point, anyone else can come in and collect collect what is left. The question that the, 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 the Mepharshim on the side of the page ask is as follows. Why is there a different point between olives and between, <coughs> excuse me, Excuse me. Between olives and grains, why is there a different point? Whereas grains, we said once the the mushim, the older people pass over, then we say no one else is coming. Where, but by olives, we just give a more a more clear hagdara of either the twenty third of Marcheshvan or of Yehuda, who says no. Once there's not enough left in the tree, that's worth the effort. So the mafarshim point out because when you harvest olives in the winter, it's very cold, and the old people aren't going to come around in the cold because it's too much for them. Alternatively, one could say, even if it's the Nemushim are not the old people, the, the, it's the second or the third wave, the third wave generally knows they're not going to get much. So when it comes to grain, it's hot outside, they don't mind going out. But when it's cold outside, they're not going to go just to collect whatever small little gleanings are left, and therefore we assume by olives we give a different Hagdara, not of when the Nemushim pass over, but rather when it's either Ravishnia or it's when it's not worth the effort of the Neem, because they're not going to get four Isers worth of olives. Everyone should have a wonderful day.